Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to your Pro Wrestling Index. I'm your host as usual, Guy Drinkle. Uh, in this one, uh, we are going to be doing a bit of draft fun ahead of next week's draft. Uh, so I'll introduce my guest and we'll get into, well we'll get into that in a bit. There's a couple of things we need to talk about first. But Alex, how are you doing my friend? I'm doing very well, Guy. Something about a draft. I love it. I love it so much. It's just, I don't, I'm never, I'm never as... Uh, what's the word? I'm never as pleased with the results of a draft as I am with like the lead into a draft because it's just an unattainable sort of happiness that I just get when it's like eh, someone could go anywhere. We could have all these potential <laughs> feud ideas. Oh my god, it's amazing! And then the afterward, you just go, yeah, that's awesome. SmackDown got all this, Raw got all this, but it's just still wrestling. It's, just, it's great. I can't wait. The draft, which will change about two people, probably. Can we yeah, tell probably. Uh, but it'll be nice. It'll be nice because the wild card rule has just driven us all mad. That's the we best are thing. Just, that is the best yeah, thing. We now get to see what a really, really unique individual show is going to look like on Fox. And most importantly, we get to see the wrestlers who will get to shine there. And the original draft that took in 2016 that took Dean and AJ and Miz and Brian on Ellsworth. <laughs> and Ellsworth, yep, to the blue brand, made it really unique and gave it such a cool feel. And those, like the, the SmackDown 6, obviously, was the original back in 2002 but the kind of new smackdown 7 as they were in 2016 really did feel special and i hope we get the same thing um just uh, curiously who do you think are the locks to go to to smackdown and the locks to stay on raw um from your perspective we'll get into who we want to draft mm-hmm. later but um from a personal level but who do you think from an objective standpoint will go where in terms of the big names um i think roman and Becky are definite on SmackDown. Going off the promo stuff, I think Becky will move because yeah. she's, she's the she's the biggest. She's the more. She's probably the biggest face of the company at the minute. You'd probably say um, definitely the biggest draw. Yes, yeah, you'd say that. Um, Lesnar, Lesnar might stay omnipotent and go do both, but I think he'll be SmackDown based. Obviously. Depending on what happens on SmackDown. We're recording this on the Thursday, so we haven't watched SmackDown 
yet, um, but if people are listening to this after after SmackDown, we'll know more, but Brock will probably be more SmackDown, but he'll probably jump about on them. Um, reckon New Day will stay on SmackDown. Raw, I think he'll build around Bray. Seth, um... God, I don't really... <laughs> Bray, Bray certainly has to stay, doesn't he? Because, yes. obviously, Heyman and the the, the, the big spooky gimmick. Mm. Um, Seth, you'd think, is a lock. There isn't really much else that I would say is... A brawn of surely is going to stay. I think AJ will stay on Raw. Yeah, AJ, the US title will stay on Raw. Ricochet? I think he could swap him about, but... Is Smack- SmackDown's not going three hours anytime soon, is it? No, I don't think so. No, I think Fox no. want to keep it two for so, now. So I think Raw, it'll obviously have. I think Raw may have less up top, but I think it'll have a lot more in the middle. Yeah, I can see the Miz going back to Raw or stay on Raw. I can't remember which one he's on now. I think he's on SmackDown. I can't remember where he got where he went <laughs> last Superstar Shake Up. He goes yeah. back and forth so often. Uh, but yeah, those the likes of the Miz probably Gable. If if Raw gets a lot of young talent, that could improve. I think that's yeah, really could. very promising. Really, we also got to think that we could see a couple of turns. But the big you've got to divide it up more in big heels rather than big faces because as of right now, there are a lot of faces. Uh, we spoke to, about this on the last the last time we were together. Kevin Owens is probably Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan. If they keep Bryan face, are probably the only two up there. Paramount to Roman Reigns on the men's side, mm. and then I because Seth's gone down, one of, I think you'd want to move one of Bryan and KO yeah, to I Raw. Agree. Yeah, I agree. I'd prefer KO to come to Raw. Probably, so yeah. Think, get him off SmackDown. Get him the fresh. I think the fresh start and him and will get him more. Yeah. Um. But and, yeah, it'll be, yeah. It'll, be in, it'll be very interesting, really. Um. But it'd be interesting, especially from Vince's perspective, that SmackDown will become the main show. Demanded yeah, by big, Fox. The big lights. I mean, we've obviously got Survivor Series coming up. We Vince does love a good five and all <laughs> to Raw. Um, so it'd be interested. Uh, but there, there might That's be very true. Yeah. I completely forgot that happened last year. They hyped it up so much and they got whitewashed. Five, no, it was five it was five and one, but the pre-show didn't count. Didn't <laughs> count, no. <laughs> you guys got real annoyed. <laughs> Oh, what a mess that was. But yeah, uh, was. yeah well, it'll be interesting to see who the build around. But I, I think, the, as we've mentioned, I think the uh, the refresh is needed for both sides. But in terms of the refresh, um, it, it's not just the rosters next week. We've obviously seen Raw. We've You've seen NXT this week. Now it's um, fully on the USA Network um, and AEW. Uh, don't do any spoilers for the middle two because I haven't seen them <laughs> firstly and I imagine not many uh, UK people have seen either because they haven't been on um, on TV over here or the network just yet but um, firstly let's start with Raw what did you make of the first episode of the season premiere and the new uh, presentation some good some weird uh, one segment in particular very bad the yes. one with the two old farts, as we were talking about off air, that went on way too long. You were right. It felt like it went on about 40 minutes. I think it went on about 20 as it happened. Presentation was awesome. I love the new stage yeah, because same. it is a big screen. You get a lot that that swooping kind of going from Tron all the way to, to, to the entranceway is very cool. 
uh, all as a one piece, and the pyro was great. Yes, I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah. I was like, why is <coughs> really Brock going to be on Raw? And then the pyro came, and I was like, that's fucking yeah, why. That's, <laughs> why. Yep, that's the reason. And the Miz too. Miz's entrance was fantastic with the sparklers, and Becky had the smoke or the steam. Uh, definitely, definitely great to see pyro back. Um, mentioning of Saudi Arabia show again, uh, again connected to the very bad part, which was the Flair and Hogan monstrosity segment. Uh, the best part <laughs> of that segment, though, was Big Bad Baron's chair breaking and Randy pissing himself and Baron pissing himself and the comment, the the camera cut back to Rusev in the middle of the ring laughing, going, "Where's your chair gone?" Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen the footage yet, go find it because Baron's just I haven't seen that actually, it, and it just it falls out from under him and he just goes, "What the hell? What the, what happened?" Randy doesn't see it at first, turns around and starts pissing himself, uh, and just in true Randy Orton fashion, like hunches over and starts pointing. It was just. That was very, very good. Um, but then at the same time, oh, well, no, to be fair, that wasn't even in the Flair, Flair Hogan segment. That wasn't the main event. And then the main event was uh, strange. Paul, we want Paul Heyman. We get Paul Heyman. That's all I'll say. Uh, for all the great stuff that he books and the way he's able to great to greatly get characters over, um, we also get the weird and wacky shit. Mm-hmm. Such as Lana coming out and making out with Bobby Lashley. So I, I, on second viewing, I didn't mind it as much as I was like the first time, like what the fuck. Um, but <laughs> it's going to be curious to see what the payoff is because the brand split's going to happen very yeah. soon, and you got to think Lashley and Rusev, two returning characters, really could go anywhere. So unless they're going to have a match at Hell in a Cell, I'm not sure where it's where mm. this goes. To be honest, Just, I think there is two ways to look at it. it. In in a vacuum, it is a bit shit. But at the same time, that main event had Rusev in it, Baron Corbin. I know Baron Corbin was forced down our throats for a month, but an actual interest in Baron Corbin that isn't horrendous. Um, Randy, bit stale, but um, still new face in in the main event scene, uh, and Bobby Lashley. So th- there's Rusev and Bobby Lashley, somewhat fresh in the main event scene. Obviously, we've still got the seven. Fiend stuff going on there at the same time, but that was the main event. We had Rusev v. Seth Rollins for the Universal title in what was the beginnings of a good match before the nonsense started. Um, so it's interesting. We might get the nonsense, but it looks like he is Heyman is willing to give people chances in main event scenes, which is um, which is promising. But um, Raw wasn't the only. Season premiere. I gotta hate that saying, but uh, we had NXT last night. I've not had chance yet because I'm waiting for it to go on the network. Um, no spoilers, but uh, does it? Is it looks like it's translated properly over to uh, uh US? I, I watched last week's, but I haven't watched this week's yet. It so has. Um, it's just incredible um like i told you off air i woke up this morning for australia we get it at about 10 a.m our time and thought oh wow wrestling's gonna be fun today uh nxt on going two hours in itself brilliant decision but the production has stayed consistent it stayed the same it's still got the nxt feel i won't spoil anything but there were multiple moments that gave me goosebumps there were the opening matches utterly phenomenal and then there are other matches that were equally great 
it was pure NXT. Everything you love about NXT has just been amplified, and Triple H is really pulling out all the big stops with with the competition. Uh, NXT was just unbelievable. AEW was good, um, a good start, a good platform, commentary excellent uh, because they brought back Tony Schiavone. Um, presentation interesting. More light than NXT. NXT is supposed to be the dark, heavy metal style. Uh, the alternative in AEW is certainly a bit lighter. I had some very, I had some questions about the directions they took. Um, Presentation-wise, good. Creatively, bit dodgy. I think that's a lot of AEW lately. I don't agree with a lot of the creative directions. It's all very confusing because. They say wins and losses matter. Yep, that's fine. But they still haven't really got the hang of booking baby faces and heels properly yet. Mm. Uh, and they really are struggling to have a cr- some creative consistency in terms of what they're bringing out. But the crowd was really hot. There were some very good matches. Women on both both shows were great. And uh, yeah, I, I, AEW, good start. But Jesus, NXT was on another level. It was absolutely just beyond atmospheric now is it just incredible. Um, and yeah, NXT is the best thing on television for wrestling. So if you haven't seen today, I urge every, or today as we record probably a couple of days ago, as you listen to this, uh, I urge every single person out there to go watch it because it was phenomenal. Yes. I, even without seeing it, it will be good. <laughs> and I'll, yes. go, I'll go to watch it uh, this evening or this afternoon at some point. Um, so that will be fun. Um, we are, well, we can't do a Hell in a Cell preview properly um, if you're wondering why, because there's only three bloody matches confirmed. So we <laughs> it'd be difficult to As stretch. of right now, yes. as of the time of recording, the pay-per-view is this Sunday. And there's only three matches. So we'll fit a preview in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's so strange. Like, how are they, are they going to make every match go an hour? Is the feed, you said it off air, the feed's going to get, what, a 45-minute entrance. It's going to be class. I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> It'd be brilliant. Um, but there is there is free matches. Um, what should we start with? Let's start with the tag team match. Um Brian and uh, Roman v. Rowan and, uh, God, I forgot his name there, Luke Harper. Um, Interestingly built. It started off a bit shit, but in the last pod we did, which I think was like two weeks ago, we were singing um, Eric Roy's praises quite highly. And I'm quite looking forward to this match now. Yes, I completely agree. There was, uh, when they had the fake... What's his name? Fake Roman, Roman guy. Yeah. I thought, Jesus Christ, lads, you botched this. Uh, and it did seem like they needed to bring it back. And then they brought it back. Credit to them. Um, yeah, look, bringing back Harper was always going to be a buzz because, I mean, it had the thing, but the actual match itself was quite good. Rowan's proven he's very good on the mic. He's basically, car- well, not carrying, but he's, he's really showing up this feud. Brian turning face again makes a lot of sense either in the kind of sting and Ric Flair way where Roman's going to trust Brian and then Brian's going to turn on him and everyone will have seen it coming that still works good just because people see it coming doesn't mean it's not a good thing for a character to do because it shows how evil they are or with the draft coming up 
you turn Brian face again. You have two big faces win at Hell in a Cell and basically say, like, yes, we're triumphed. And that means you can take Rowan and Harper with any kind of momentum still going because it's just one match. It's not going to be deflated. You can take them to whatever show you want and keep them as a team and they'll still be great. Um, whether Brian turns on them or stays, I'm not too fussed, to be honest. I really enjoy... I'm going to really enjoy this match, I think. Uh, it's also handy that Roman has been the silent, badass, I'm a punch you now type Roman rather than the I'm going to talk too much type Roman. Uh, look, yeah, it's, it, I think you were exa- you hit the nail on the head there where it's just like, yeah, despite all the really topsy-turvy path to get here, it's actually been quite exciting the last few weeks and it's quite an appealing match now yeah yeah and uh it's going to be a long hour match but i'm sure they could fill it with carnage and stuff it should be good oh god um next match uh sasha banks v becky lynch in hell in a cell um this is sasha's second match in hell in a cell I can't remember what the other women's match was in Hell in a Cell, but she said there's been two. And I can't remember the other one. Uh, yeah. There's been what, two? Was she lying? Sasha Charlotte was the first one. Yeah, I thought that was the only one. Becky hasn't been in a Hell in a Cell match yet, has she? Or was she versus no. Charlotte a Hell in a Cell match as well? I don't think so. Women's I'm going to Google that. I think she might have been lying. Um, I can't even find it now. I think she was lying. Yeah. Women's matches. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Definitely lying. We were telling us how much. Let's define how much is in history. God, this list is too long. <laughs> was it? It wasn't Nia versus someone, was it? Oh gosh. 
No, if it, was, if it was, that is straight out of my mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's just Charlotte versus Sasha. Yeah, I think they must have fucked up the promo though. Then. Yeah, they must have messed it up. Unless she was saying this will be the second one and I'm going to be in both. Possibly? That wasn't very clear. But anyway, it's not important. Um, yeah, yeah, what do you think of this match? It's been weird, the build to this. Like, Sasha attacking her with a fence that was on wheels the other week. Didn't look cool. It looked a bit... No, that was odd. Big gimmicky. Overall, idea has been excellent. Promos, excellent. Execution, good. Sometimes bad. Sometimes excellent. The chair... Sasha needs to learn how to do a proper chair shot, for one. Um... But the whole idea of the match of Clash of Champions, brilliant. Loved it. It was one of my matches of the night, and I really liked the ending. I get why people didn't like it, because it was a a kind of big lead-up to a match that didn't end properly, but this is the payoff now. We get to Hell in a Cell. The question will be, I think with this match, Becky's Raw Women's Champion, and she's almost certainly going to SmackDown. Do you have Bailey Costa... That way you can get away with not giving Becky a rematch. Hmm. Because she'll go after Bailey's SmackDown Live women's title because she's not defending on this show as of right now. I think she will um, eventually. <laughs> she probably will eventually. She will probably who, against whom? Because Charlotte you can't you can't get Charlotte losing again. Unless they do another Bailey screw job. That would be interesting. Because that's what I think they've done really well is incorporate the four horsewomen into this feud. That's been good. Have Charlotte having mm. Charlotte come out and still just hate Becky um, has been good. Having Bailey and Sasha and Bailey's slow heel turn has been good. And having Becky and Sasha just want to beat the shit out of each other has been good. The execution has been well. It's getting a bit repetitive with the, with the chair now. It's getting a bit. You're getting a bit reliant on Becky talking. Try and spice it up a bit. But I get that they they can't really with the draft. That's the, the the issue with the draft is. It's impending and it's looming over everything. And if the same things happen with Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon, where you can't do anything with them anymore. I mean, what they have done has been a bit shit, but <laughs> you can't have you can't do anything more with them because you don't know like they know, but the fans don't know where they're gonna end up. So it's not like they can invest in oh, maybe this feud could go on another month. I mean, we don't want it to, but they can't long-term plan because the long-term is clouded in what will happen on on those two days in October. So, yeah, look, it, back to Becky and, Char, Becky and Sasha, the match itself will be fun. I think this will be a payoff match, though. I can't see Sasha and Becky being on the same show after the draft. Yeah. The only problem is these are the only women, well, even Bailey. Bailey's not really been built up at all other than being pretty much taking the fall for Sasha in tag team matches. They've only built up three women in the whole company, and Alexa, kind of, but even she was kind of squashed on uh, on Raw. It, these are the only three women they've built up, and if they're going to separate two, at least two of them from each other, you're going to have to start using... We're going to obviously do our draft, but there's, some, there's a lot of women that are in our project pile, which we'll explain in a minute. Um... They need to invest in some more characters. Like, obviously, Cam- they look like they're starting something with Carmella a bit, but 
Yep, agreed. And Carmella's been so good uh, mm. over the last 18 months. She's improved a lot. Uh, Ember, they've done nothing with. Liv should get a chance if, as you said before we started recording, she's not paired with The Fiend, which, I mean, again, it's one of those ideas that would be cool. I'd be really interested in seeing it, but Liv's really good. I want to see her give given the rocket. Issue is the two stars they kind of were investing in around WrestleMania time, and you can say investing in quotation marks for one of them. Ronda is pregnant. Ruby is badly injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one that you keep thinking will get the rocket strapped to her is still the NXT Women's Champion. Um, to provide her, providing she loses, she doesn't lose to Candice, which I won't spoil, but um, she doesn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think you most people ex- I think most people all, expected that. Yeah, you all knew it. Um, when she loses that title, I mean, is anyone's guess Dakota Kai would is my pick to take it off her, but she still needs to kind of get back into the rhythm of things. So yeah, you're right there. They haven't built up many women other than the four horsewomen, and that's uh, one of those things that over the next few months they're going to have to start building properly challenges for Becky and Sasha because on in Sasha you've got a top heel who needs big face challenges in Becky you've got the biggest face in the company mm-hmm. you need something to step up to that isn't Charlotte Flair I read I read like I know you're not a big fan of Asuka but there's she was the last person to beat Becky clean it, yeah absolutely correctly. and you can very easily build her back up because she hasn't lost any legitimacy what she's lost is status D- dignity <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah um, so yeah, look, it's one of those things where you go, all right, well, what are we going to do lads? We're just going to keep <laughs> the four horsewomen train rolling around again and they can't do what I think they wanted to do for a while, which is fatal four way for one of the belts because there's no way all four of them are ending up on the same show. So mm. they're going to have to work themselves into a solution. I think this match will definitely end with Sasha holding the Roman's title. It makes so much sense. Her new character is give me all the money, and that's the perfect way to to have her kind of rolling in money. Uh, and Becky doesn't need the Raw Women's title yet because obviously she's going to be on SmackDown. So mm. I'd think it, 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 the best path would be to have Bailey intervene, and then you get a nice little feud between Becky and Bailey out of it. Yeah, that would probably be the best because you don't really want Becky and Charlotte on the same show again because that was like two years of that. Yeah. Um, which... And Charlotte's kind of getting cheered now. Yeah. So true, true. Albeit that will be short term because it, it didn't work last time. Um, <clears throat> main event then. Fiend v Seth in what oh, might shit. be the shortest Hell in a Cell match in history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I still think it could go longer than 10 minutes for a cell match because that's short, but I believe you're of the idea that, no, it should go far less than that still. Uh, the entrances should be longer than the match for me. <laughs> but is, is there any any fears that Bray gets involved Undertaker gets involved, any of that nonsense, because you can't have the Fiend lose. Surely not. Not Well, certainly not clean. Even if it's bullshit, it, it's too much bullshit 
soon on. Too soon, I should say. You can't have the Fiend lose. You can have it go to a no contest. It's a hell of a sell match. <laughs> well, but like if they if the if the Undertaker comes in and like reverse canes it, like tears the cage off, door off and tombstones the ref and just takes out the fiend or whatever. Then I think the audience will be kind of like, All right, I see what you did there. We will let this go because we want to see the Undertaker we want to see, no, we don't want to see the Undertaker. We want to see the Undertaker die at the Fiend's hand with a mandible claw just choking him out and then never see the undertaker come back again. However, you're entirely right in that this should be the continuation of what they've already done, which is just have the fiend destroy. So even if it goes 10, 15, maybe even 20 minutes and Seth does get some offense in, he should lose because Seth needs a reset. The title's weighing really heavily on him. I don't agree necessarily that he has to turn heel because I I think I prefer Seth as a heel, but he can still be a good enough baby face like we saw against Triple H, like we saw against Brock. He it's, just needs to A, be booked correctly and B, stop being such a bitch. Like, he is, but he's booked as an app. Like, I like the stuff where he's cowering from the fiend because that works, but he is such a yes. dweeb outside of that. Like when he, got in the ring, I, I, when he got in the ring with Hulk Hogan, he was like fangirling, mate. Mate, you've just yeah. been a bell end on Twitter for about a year and now you're big up to a racist. What What is wrong with you? <laughs> why, why are you doing Yeah. And the whole, like his Twitter personality is, is somehow more interesting than his in-ring personality because he's just full-on company man, full-on I'm the best, full-on this is the best wrestling, which I can respect. The way he goes about it is wrong and he needs to get a, maybe a lesson in Twitter decorum. Um, but yes, have yourself believe you're the best. Have yourself be like, of course I can beat you. I can beat anyone. I'm going to do this open challenge. Like on Raw, without the Hogan shit, great. Because Seth's like, yeah, you know what? I don't care. I'll take you on. I'll get beaten up by Randy. Don't care. I'll still take you on, Rusev. Yeah, I'm going to give. It's like, yeah, you can't have... A champion though that do you remember the raw anniversary show when he was in the ring with dx oh god i know it was meant it to be was Rico- so cringy it was meant to be ricochet but god damn i was uh, oh. it was so cringy and this is such a far call from the seth that turned face all those eons ago after coming back from his injury and i just yeah work on seth's the best first seth i've seen so far yeah, he is. Yeah, and he doesn't get a shit. I like. I know the Beast Slayer worked into a character, but he's fucking Fiend Slayer, Monster Slayer, Beast Slayer. It's fucking cringy bullshit. Just yeah, make him I a agree. workhorse, and if he does lose, which I imagine ninety nine percent of people expect, the Fiend will win the title. If you want to do Seth V AJ, that should work. Yeah, for the US title. Just get that him away from the title picture for a while. Also, have him be have him put on great wrestling matches again because there was that gauntlet match that he put on where he went for 50 goddamn minutes on Raw, one of the best matches on, mm. on Raw in the last few years, and everyone went, oh, yeah, that's right. That's why he's top of the card because he's fucking brilliant in the ring. Well, and people keep forgetting that because they're not highlighting that. They're highlighting how dumb he is. Mm. It's really annoying. Well, he had that match with AJ at Money in the Bank. I yeah, Money say. in the Bank, I think. Yeah. yeah. And that was that not five-star. By WWE standards, probably five-star. But it, it, yeah. it, it was fucking Good. brilliant. 
Um, Very And the match at Stomping Ground with Baron and Lacey, with him and Becky. Great mm. match. I mean, like, <laughs> the, the match it. itself was shit, but that... Yeah, exactly. Becky, Be- Becky getting um, End of Days was fucking phenomenal. Class. <laughs> yeah, even like the hardcore stuff they tried well, to do. Bra- yeah, Braun, Braun v. Seth was good. Brock, yeah, Braun v. Seth was a mini Brock match. Brock, Brock v. v. Seth at Mania was, was good. But they keep detracting from it by making him out to be a dumbass. Yeah. Like really the, ma- the match themselves aren't that good. The build just makes him look like an absolute gimpus. Yeah, really does. And that that's what people react to is the week to week. So that that's a problem in itself. But yeah, I think the re- the reset is definitely needed, and the fiend, his twenty year reign of darkness needs to happen. Um, oh yes, <clears throat> if we can get the fiend on Raw, where they maybe aren't focusing on the universal title picture as much as they have done so that he can just hold it for month after month after month after month and no one really bat an eyelid mm-hmm. all the way up to WrestleMania. That will be perfection. Yeah. And if he's, yes. if he only like shows up like two weeks for a pay-per-view, like I don't want him going to Saudi and shit like that. No, nah, no chance. Don't ha- and that's why I mean that you the rumor about him possibly getting someone else to do the talking for him when he's not there, so we don't have to have an oversaturation mm-hmm. of the fiend. That's what we were saying. The thing is, about, he's um, yeah, Liv Morgan. about Liv Morgan. Yeah. Yes, the thing is, you can have an oversaturation. I mean, it's not an oversaturation. You, he's such a genius that you could have Firefly Funhouse, just a new episode every week for the next maybe two months while he's got the title. Because I don't doubt that he would be able to make that work. Mm-hmm. Do you think the key with that is we need to see the fiend maybe three times during an entire two month reign, and two of those should be lights go out, mandible claw someone. Oh my god, he's here! Someone, go someone wins a number one contender's fatal four way. Oh, lights are yeah. gone. He's dead. Lights are gone. <laughs> he's watching you. He's always watching you. And then just have Bray be like, oh, he's very sorry. He's so sorry. But that's what happens when you come after his little precious thing. And Yeah. So on the other hand, yeah, I, I, there is going to be a point where you kind of need to have a universal champion on a show, which is why my idea of have Bray do a live Firefly Funhouse. And if you're going to persist with the shit Jerry the King Lawler on commentary talking over everyone – have Bray in the in the jumper come out and just have a little talk with Jerry the King Lawler, who's really not liking things, and maybe Bray comes out and starts talking to kids in the front row, and you can plant a few there and puts them into a trance or something, some wacky mm. shit like that. Start but, kind of seeing stretching your your Bray muscles a bit. If he keeps it no to the money in the bank, <laughs> then jumper Bray can get pinned rather than the thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's probably the, safe, the safest yeah, way to do exactly. it. <laughs> the way to do it, yeah. Uh, uh, and with, uh, I'm going to spoil something because it has uh, ramifications for our draft later, although mm-hmm. I should have told you this off air and may well ruin your... Oh, that's fine. I'm not asked. I, Surely you I must can, have seen it if you've been on I social can, media today. I, I can probably guess all the results from NXT anyway. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure if you haven't seen it. You'll guess this. Uh, Finn Balor is a permanent member of NXT now. Oh, I had. Yep. Oh, I, I'm wondering that because I was going through the Wikipedia, and he was there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. I uh, thought that so was a typo. He's not. <laughs> he's not yeah, he's not going to be in the draft that we do unless. Well, no, actually, no. We won't make him a call up because that's just not fair. Um. So. He's not going to be in the draft that we do in in moments time, uh, but 
obviously everyone was looking for the demon versus the fiend. Which, what's hmm. WrestleMania, six months away? You could t- still technically do, but I do have a, the inclination that Balor is going to basically carry NXT through its USA network. Not carry, carry, but we be a real problem Legitimize. figure. Yes, because he's been after a break and he can just do the Florida circuit and stay at home. And that is probably where he'll stay for six months. Well, hasn't he just got married as well? He has, yes. So that's yeah. the reason he wants to take time off. Um, and he wants to get his body right as well. So I imagine over the next at least four months, at least by like February, there's no way he, he is back on the main roster before then. Probably longer, to be honest. Well, that's interesting because that, I don't know the situation, but I imagine he's going to be in the Adam Cole picture pretty soon. Unless they, want to use it. Unless they want to get people over with him. But yeah, that make, that makes all the sense. But that is very interesting. Um, so yeah, Bray's going to win. Unless they yep. want to really piss us off. Um, I wouldn't put it past them, but at this point, I think they know when they've got gold and they don't want to compromise that. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, right, so we've talked about it. We're going to do some fantasy drafting. Uh, we do have a couple of rules. Uh, we're doing one NXT call-up, one project pick, which is going to be our 10th pick. So that is what we, well, we pretty much deem main event fodder. And people who aren't who aren't on TV too much or they're used very wrongly on TV. So this is, we're not counting Cesaro because he has been on TV. We're not counting yes. Samoa Joe because he, albeit not being on TV, he is still relevant on TV. Very relevant, yes. So we're counting the likes of Buddy Murphy, BT, yep. Mojo, Rawley. Like, we're not going to pick... Well, we might pick one of them. We're not going to no, pick someone. No one, we're not no gonna one pick most right of them. would pick Mojo, yes, Rawley. Yes. Uh, yeah, so the likes of Bo Dallas uh, and like Curtis Axel, the B team, they haven't been on TV. Asuka hasn't been on TV enough, so she's there. Uh, but obviously, if you want to pick... If either of us wants to pick one of these people before the project pick, because we really like them, then we can do that too. Uh, Kyrie Saints, similarly... Jinder Mahal, the former WWE champion, how he has fallen. Um, <laughs> thank God he has fallen. Uh, Shelton Benjamin has been on TV lately, but it's been nothing meaningful. Um, Tamina, well, I think we can both well, say that she'll, yeah, she'll we, both we be Yeah, we don't need to cover five. Tamina. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, one person who I completely forgot existed, Eric Young. Uh, oh, God, I. It's also on the list, uh, amongst others. Liv Morgan's also there, but most of them are irrelevant as no one would, in their right mind would want to pick them anyway. Um, but yes, the uh, the underutilized, we've also got a rule with uh, entities. Um, so if you pick AJ, you also get Gallows and Anderson. And if you pick mm-hmm. Kofi, you also get Xavier Woods and Big E. Uh, um, we're not counting Randy and the Revival. We are not, no, because I don't think they're going to stay together past the draft by the looks of things. Uh, and tag teams are one pick, obviously. Unless all titles you are vacated. Them. Yep. All titles are vacated other than Alexa and Nikki because they are going to traverse both shows uh, as the women's tag team titles. And Carmella slash R-Truth, or Carmella and R-Truth, mm-hmm. as they are sort of the 24-7 champion, and they too will traverse both shows. Yes, they're omnipotent. Um, yes. But, obviously with stuff like this, it's tough to decide the whoever gets first draw. So me and Alex have came up with an idea. We're going to do live rock, paper, scissors. So 
Alex, this, was, this was a genius yes. idea from Guy. Type All in right. type in your answer now. Yep. Let me so know. Should we it... count us count yes. us do you want to count us down to the enter button? <clears throat> yes. So rock, paper, scissors, go. Woo! I got oh, he's won. I won. He's won. <laughs> Woo! That's the most tense bit of podcasting ever. That was. That was. How oh, did I miss that? So I've got. I went Rocky, went Scissors. And this is oh, the yeah. end of the PWI podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, it's lads. Just, just NXT. Just NXT. You. <laughs> yeah. Right. So pick number one. I, I'm pick doing. Sorry. One. I'm doing Raw and Alex is doing SmackDown. Uh, okay. We don't need to do all like the SmackDown off sport you know that shit so we're just picking who we want so i'm going bro damn god damn it i thought you were gonna go becky i thought what? Uh, well, no, oh god damn it no who's your pick right. well it's becky then because right. they were my top two so all right bray and becky are gone Ooh. hmm i'm gonna go Daniel Bryan. Oh, I'm going to go Roman Reigns. Nice. So that is Roman and Becky on one show, Bryan and Bray on the other. Bryan, face or heel? Face. For your show. Face, yes. Him, him v. The Fiend is money. Um, oh, yeah, that would be quite fun. Yes, it would. I'm gonna go Seth. Yep. So Seth on Raw still. That's a fair fair point. I think. Uh I'll, oh. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to go Kofi slash the New Day. Interesting. Also, Brock. Are we going to call him omnipotent? Or are we going to call him brand specific? Ooh. Because he wasn't actually in my top 10 list, but now that I think about it, he may well feature, even though I don't like him. Because you've said him, I'll say, why don't we keep him omnipotent? Yeah, let's keep him. Because he's going to do both, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yes. Right, because he was going to be my next pick, but I'll I'll keep him omnipotent. (laughs) No, that's okay, because I I don't think I would have picked him anyway. I just wanted to suggest it. So if we keep him omnipotent, then we can both get an extra pick. I think yes. that works. Yes, yeah. that, I think that works. That works. All right. Oh, I'm going to need... Right, I've got one heel and two faces. Ooh, AJ. Yep. Becky, Roman, Kofi. I need to start going heels, don't I? Um, Samoa, Joe. Ooh, that is lovely. Hmm... I think he genuinely has the potential, and I will look. We'll interject with comments where we where we can. I think Joe definitely has the potential to be the top heel in the company on one show. The issue is he's been on Raw for a while, and Raw had big heels kind of coming in and out, so he never really got a chance. But his thing with Ray threatened to be good until Brock came out and ruined the fucking fun by suplexing Dominic, Dominic across the entire ring and into <laughs> oblivion. And now Joe, poor Joe's missed out. So, yeah, I think, uh, in essence, Joe versus Roman money, Joe versus Kofi is who eventually I'd actually get to take the title off, to be honest. If supposing Brock doesn't win it. Interesting indeed. 
<laughs> I'm going to pick Alistair Block. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, another one who I think... Well, okay, so originally we agreed, kind of agreed that Alistair Black was going to be in our um, kind underutilized. of underutilized, tossed aside once, purely because he hasn't been on TV. And then Guy correctly suggested that it was intentional because if you put Alistair Black on TV in meaningless things, then you devalue him. And I completely agree with that. Um, so that leaves me with an interesting decision because I think I'm going to go Kevin Owens. But I think I still want to keep him babyface. Interesting. Well, if we go back to Alistair Black, I'm genuinely interested to see a heel Alistair Black. Mm, very curious, yeah. Because, like him, in Magical Land, if Kofi wins, like we don't know where Alistair Black's going to go. He could probably do both shows. Um, and it, but it makes sense on either show, really. Um, but if Alistair Black wins, him v Kofi, could be re- that could probably be a story you could build to WrestleMania. Well, not not yeah. from now, but that could be the WrestleMania SmackDown match. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, you picked Alistair Black. I you picked, picked KO. KO. Yeah. Yes, that's where we're up to. So this is my sixth pick. Yep. Hmm. I need a woman, don't I? Mm. I'm gonna go Ronda. Damn it! I just, just <laughs> nicked it. From me. I just written her name down and everything. <sighs> well, wonderful. There goes my <laughs> idea of having a dual main event of yeah. Joe and Kofi, and then Ronda and Becky. Uh, I do. Th- when Ronda comes back, there's gonna be a temptation to have her go straight for Becky Lynch, unless she comes back literally at the Royal Rumble again. Mm. She might, because of the timeline, I would keep her on the whatever show Becky's not on and then eventually have them meet at WrestleMania, um, to be honest. The same way they yeah. kind of did last time, but without Charlotte in there. Uh, speaking of which, I'm going to go Charlotte Flair for my pick because I think her versus Becky has and always will be money and you can get so much out of it. So Charlotte Flair for my sixth or seventh. That was your sixth, I think. Or should have been. I believe so. Yep. Seven. Hmm. I'm going to go Revival. Can you stop, please? This is written down pre-draft rankings as well that I'm like, it's okay, if he goes, I've still got him, and if he goes, I've still got him. The next two, my my number 11 and my number 12 was Ronda and Revival, and they've both <laughs> just been tossed aside, which leaves me to go with Andrade oh, with Selena Vega. I like uh, because I do need a he- another heel, so that works. Oh, you bastard. I like <laughs> hmm... Well, let's stick on Andrade for a sec, because he's not been... He hasn't been on TV since he lost to Gable. Has he not? Uh, I think he beat... Who did he beat on SmackDown the other day? It, was a, it wasn't It was a great match. 
He beats someone. The internet's probably screaming at me right now. He beats someone. It wasn't a great match. I think after the whole Rey Mysterio series, it was they couldn't really find anywhere for him to go. Was it one of the Lucha, Lucha House parties? I yeah, I think it might have been. Uh, or maybe it was Miz, actually. I'm not sure. I think it was. Yeah, he lost to Miz, didn't he? Oh, God, yeah, I don't he lost to Miz, yeah. Like um, I think there is a very good opportunity to take Andrade to whichever show you want and just hit the reset button and go, him and Zelina, look, we're here. We're the hottest thing. You can't stop our rise. We're going to be top shit. You watch. Uh, and from there, I mean, he could really go anywhere. He could become main eventer or you could have him hold the Intercontinental title for six to 12 months if you really wanted to because he's just brilliant. Um, so, yeah, I really think you're right in terms of Andrade. It hasn't really been on TV much, but the potential there is just... Unbelievable. I don't know if you remember his match with Johnny Gargano at TakeOver oh, Philadelphia. Oh, I think do, it was. do I? <laughs> oh, still to this day, one of the greatest matches I, I've ever I seen. I didn't like Andrade then. And then all of a sudden, I was like, who the fuck's this? <laughs> <laughs> who is this head kind of ridiculously good at I, wrestling? I, I, never, I never watched NXT week to week. And I was like, Andrade? Why is he in the middle of it? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Big C head. And that, that was one of the, those matches where you just, you feel at the end of it, you are literally desperate for Johnny, for the face to win. Because you ju- you were along with him on the, even in the match, it just got built so perfectly. Um, and I mean, there's a lot of talk about how NXT, people always pine for the NXT characters because they're not the same on the main roster. I think Andrade is one of those that could actually get to that level on the main roster purely because he didn't do anything that complicated. He just put on really good matches. He had a really, uh, what's the word? Legitimate gimmick, which was, I'm more attractive than you. I'm better than you. And I'm going to win so many titles that you can't doubt me. Uh, and if you try to boo me, I'll just be like, huh. Um, but I mean, he's got the extra layer now out of the, out of kayfabe where he can be like, yeah, by the way, I'm banging Charlotte Flair. So <laughs> I guess his life is absolutely <laughs> um, Yeah, so I think... Uh, yeah, Andrade is. I think he's one of those that could actually reach his potential on the main roster that he showed in NXT. Absolutely, yeah. I think he's been one of the more wasted ones, but he has he has put on some probably some of the best TV matches in recent times as well. Um, know what? Speaking of NXT, I'm going to do my call up now. Uh, one rule we forgot to mention: it can't be one of the NXT champions. I know we vacated the main roster, but we can't. Pretty, I. I don't. I haven't watched NXT, but I'm going to guess without picking any of Undisputed Era. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. That's uh, essentially yes. yes. That's essentially the rule. Yes. I'm going to pick Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. Because he's a fucking star. He is a star in the making. And he, to tell you what, his time is probably not coming to a close, but you could call him up any point in the next six to 12 months and he's... He'll be ready because he's done his thing in NXT. Um, I do think there is still uh, a story to tell with him chasing the title. However, look, there is... I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything else, but the main event scene is so stacked in NXT that he may never get that chance and he may be better off moving up. You don't know. But when he does Mm -hmm. move up, he's money. Once Vince... 
well, well, not just Vince. Hunter knows how to use him properly um, because of the stuff they do with him down in NXT. Letting him run wild is amazing. But once Vince gets a side of him and, and the flamboyance and the money he'll be able to make, oh, jeez, look out. Yeah, absolutely. Like, <clears throat> before Kofi was the first black WWE champ, people were looking at Velveteen to possibly be in that, weren't they? Like, genuinely. Absolutely. Is, absolutely. And he's a real success story because he was tough enough, wasn't he? It's quite amazing. He was, yeah. Patrick Patrick Clark, I think his name was. And mm. He was the only one on Tough Enough that actually knew anything about wrestling. Uh, and they saw that as a bit of arrogance, even though it kind of was, but it was also just like he was the only one actually equipped to be there. Uh, and I can't remember who it was. I think it was Chris Jericho, actually, who told him, uh, you, uh, you're not ending here. You're definitely, definitely going to be um, a feature in, in WWE, and I still believe in your potential. And credit to Jericho, he was absolutely on the money because WWE kind of signed him about. I wasn't sure. If, I'm not sure if it's a full year, but certainly after he left Tough Enough, WWE kind of slyly went, "Yeah, no, look, we know you're great. So we're going to bring you to the performance center. We're going to sign you." Uh, and from there, it's just I mean, the, the gimmick to come up with a gimmick, but also to come up with everything around the gimmick. It's just unbelievable. Mm. He's utterly brilliant, that man. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is going a bit quicker than I thought it would, Alex. Would you like to extend it to 15 picks? I think that's spicier. I think that's a very, very fair option, to be honest. What are we up to now? Uh, I think this is your eighth pick. That would make sense. Let me count them up. So I've so far got Becky, Roman, Kofi. Kevin Owens, Andrade, Samoa Joe, and Charlotte. Yes, that's seven. So with my eighth pick, I'm going to take the Usos. Because even though one of them is a drink-driving moron with a serious problem, they are still, in my opinion, the best tag team in the world inside the ring. Uh that may be slightly more controversial now than it was two years ago when that was basically undisputed. Um, but yes, my tag division is going to be led by the Usos on SmackDown where they belong. And you obviously have the new day extended from Kofi. Absolutely. So we can put on some nostalgic clinics if we want. Um, speaking of Hell in a Cell, that Hell in a Cell match between New Day and the Usos. Oh. If you want to get yourself in the mood for Hell in a Cell this weekend, go watch that. It was pristine. That was uh, something special, that one. It really was. What do we think? Um, do we see the tag divisions shuffling all that much? Because I, th- I mean, there's going to be another tag team that I think we're going to be fighting over in our 12 to 15 sort of bracket. <laughs> um, and we, I think listeners relatively familiar with the pod know exactly who that tag team will be. But well, if we keep them as a tag team. That's <laughs> <laughs> just imagine. Um, I I wonder where, whether there'll be that much shift because the tag division does seem to be relatively stable right mm. now, depending on where AOP goes, I, I guess. I think the Revival can move to SmackDown permanent because they're the champion, <laughs> which makes yep, sense. Correct. Um, and then you can do the reshuffle. You've got AOP, um, Viking Raiders, the club, um, Rude and Ziggler, who the champions and I forgot about that can yeah, kind of build up mm. your raw. Then you've got new day revival 
Usos probably stick on SmackDown when they come back. Um, you could probably make a team out of. I think we've said it on other pods. Ziggler and Nakamura could make a pod. Uh, make a pod. Make a team. Um, I mean, they, they could. Do Ziggler pod, and Nakamura. Zayn and Nakamura. Zayn and, Ma- Zayn and Nakamura. Yeah. Yeah, they could. Yeah, yeah. They could make a team eventually. Yeah. Um, Lucha House Party you can fill in whenever. Um, but th- there's plenty. There's plenty of teams you can make about. But uh, linking this in. My next team, and this might be a bit of a cheat, and I'm going to let you decide. I'm yep. going to pick Rowan and Harper. No, that's fair. That's absolutely fair, yep. Because. I don't think it's a cheat, but they are brilliant. Because in my world, Luke Harper's happy and wants Dark Stir. <clears throat> and I think they can both translate into single stars as well. But as a tag team, yep. we know that's money. Absolutely. And if Brian's on uh, Raw, then you can follow up the, the mm. seeds that have been sown with this and few. Easy link to Bray. Yep. Uh, very true, actually. Very And Braun, oh, well, it depends on where Braun goes. I, I don't um, think either of us are drafting Braun. <laughs> I don't think either of us is drafting Braun. So let's say he stays on Raw. Yes. Um, you keep him. <laughs> then you've got the entire. No, you have him, mate. You, he's on Raw. He's yours. He's not going to SmackDown. Fox don't want a big monster that can't wrestle properly. Um, that's a bit unfair, but uh, I think the idea of having all of the Wyatt family in all of its incarnations on one show is really, really tempting. Mm. Like for them to do it properly, mm. that would be really, really fun. Because imagine be. Bray Bray in a red jumper, supposing he's not just trapped in the Firefly Funhouse anymore walking up to kind of Braun backstage and going, hi, Braun, do you remember me? <laughs> I'm sorry for what I did to you, and I hope you're sorry. It's just that would be so great. It would be great. It can get another cardboard cut out of the entire family this time, and you can bring out a yeah. shit or I guess. <laughs> Chop it up, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd love that to happen. I think it would affect Rowan and Harper a bit too much at this stage, but long-term, I think that's always in the back pocket as long as... If Harper stays long-term, which... He seems to be one who won't flip flop on his contract, but time will tell with that. But if they if they all stay in, there's a story to be told there. Hundred percent, there's a good story, I think. Yeah. Um. Well, it's interesting that Sasha signed a new contract. Mm. <clears throat> uh, also interesting because Sasha Banks is going to be my next pick. Um. But Ooh, your women's division is better than mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've got Ronda, and I've got three of the four horse women. Um. Mine makes more money. So fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it probably does. It probably does. Uh, look, the the thing with Sasha was that she did just sign a new contract on her return. It sounds like Rusev is signing a new contract as we speak with Lana. Uh, we saw Mike Canella signed a new contract a while ago, and then Maria started. Maria got knocked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the other one that I'm thinking of that recently signed a new deal after speculation about him leaving? I can't remember. I've got the roster in front of my face and I can't remember. Um, I can't think of anyone. That's a very good question, Alex. It uh, doesn't matter. I'll think of it later. Um, yeah, so now the the kind of idea is, well, if they're going to tie these guys down because they can use them because the rosters are, are split, then full power to them. Uh, I think they, as long as they're they're as long as Luke Harper is kind of on screen, he'll be happy because he just wants his chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, look at him, look at him go. Uh, so yes, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, and Becky on the same show will be fun. I think. 
And uh, I like the idea of building a strong women's division. Becky at the helm. Becky's a face. Becky needs competition. Makes sense. My women's division's going to be shit. Um, <laughs> we've 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 screwed the pooch here, but uh, yeah, I think I'll be. I don't think you'll. Yep. Be, I don't think you'll want many more out of the women's division. So no, maybe my later pick uh, this for is, that one. This is the tenth pick, by the way. So we can either do the the. Uh, Ooh, should we do the project pick now then, rather the than say project pick? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because yep. you still and got your you still got your NXT one in your back pocket. I as do. Well. Yes, my project pick. I said I was going to clear something with you. And here it is. Yes. Yes. Is Sami Zayn being used shit enough to be a project pick? Oh, yeah, I think he is. He hasn't wrestled in forever. He Before he was with Shinsuke, his really promising heel turn was then scuppered by the fact that he just got beat up by The Undertaker before they got beat up by other people. I think he has been used shit enough to, yeah. I think that's more than fair enough. I'm so gonna, you're taking Sami Zayn as Sammy Zane is my project pick. That is more than fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I, it's such a shame because he's he got, brilliant. He literally got put in a bin by Braun Strowman. He literally that, that got was the in, end. That was the end of it there. It's he, such a shame because he he's such he a was, good heel as well. He was Johnny Gargano. He, he was Johnny Gargano before Johnny Gargano. He was, yeah. Especially in NXT, everyone wanted to see him win the NXT title. The battleground match with Kevin Owens was one of the best face versus heel matches, in, if you ask me, in WWE history, recent history. Uh, certainly, over the last few years, although that was 2015 now. Um, just yeah, phenomenal, brilliant, and they've spurned him. Uh, he's not dead yet. Clearly, he's still got so much potential and, and kind of star power as a heel that he could just literally tomorrow be slotted into a feud with someone like Ali, Ali come out with a win and all of a sudden he's legitimized again. But they've certainly not done him justice um, coming back from his injury and, and turning him as well as they did. Uh, for me, I'm going pure potential on this one because he is one of the best in-ring wrestlers I've ever seen, and he... Buddy Murphy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, he's just brilliant. I love him. He is phenomenally in, phenomenal in the ring. He is Kenny Omega light, except he doesn't talk like a nerd, uh, and he should be doing more, uh, despite the fact that after the matches with Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, his star was never higher. So Buddy Murphy is my pick. I think everyone would have seen that coming. Uh, so yeah, we're 10 down and the rosters are currently looking like this. On the SmackDown side of things, I've got Becky, Lynch, Roman Reigns, Kofi Kingston, and The New Day. Kevin Owens, Andrade, Samoa Joe, The Usos, Charlotte, Sasha Banks, and Buddy Murphy. For Raw, Mr. Drinkle? I have Brea, Daniel Bryan, Seth, The O.C., Alistair Black, Ronda Rousey, The Revival, Velveteen Dream, Rowan, Har- Rowan and Harper, Sami Zayn as my project pick. God, that's going to be a very, very fun kind of top slash just off the top card between Bray, Seth, Dream, uh, AJ, if he drops the title. That's, that is going to be a very, very fun. And Brian, of course. I mean, yeah. that would be. 
But we, we should we should run WWE. <laughs> we, we really should. We should, should, fix this we should shit. at the very least be advisors to be like, here's what you should do with the rosters, and then you go off well, and you you know the, they're already copy, th- they're copying our theme thing. So. They are. We came. Yeah. Okay. So can we just put this on the, the tape for the? We came up with the idea, right, to have the fiend just demolish everybody and not have a match. That was us. We even said, mm. I believe, I may be paraphrasing. We even said, just make make the lights cut off and just have him appear. I don't think we said it in yeah. explicit terms, but we were talking about protecting him and just having him appear and scare the sh- living shit out of people. We are owed royalties on this because the fiend is our baby. And when he wins the title at WrestleMania, like we predicted, we want to be heralded. And I'm just saying that we need yeah. to be heralded. They, they 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 brought it forward to Hell in a Cell just to, just to try and avoid giving us royalties. That's they some, really did. That's some bullshit. Yeah. We are going to do a Kevin Owens. We're going to sue them. Yeah. We're going to present a million-dollar lawsuit. And if they don't beat – if Vince McMahon doesn't beat us in a two-on-one handicap inside Hell in a Cell, then he will be fired. Wait. Hang on. I reckon we could take Vince. Or, yeah, we probably could. He's, he's old now. He's old. Maybe not Vince like 10 he, years ago. Like, yeah, fucking no. God, no. He's a machine. No, no. Like one of, us, one of us hold him and one of us climb the ladder. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And if he gets free, just dangle money in front of his face. Yeah, I'll just lob the puppet at him from Bray. Because yeah, Bray, yeah, Bray, Bray will help true. us. Yeah, absolutely. We, we hire we his dad, even though he's old. <laughs> <laughs> right, that was... His, a, his metaphysical dad. His, and his actual, dad's and actual dad. <laughs> and actual, yes. Right, 11th pick, who you got? Um. Oh God, I've lost track. Uh. Do do do. You say. You say the name. I'm thinking. If you say the name, I'm thinking. I'm going to be very bad. Oh, give me a hint. Give me. Give me. No. A hint. Is <laughs> no. it? A, is it a man or a woman? It's a man. Oh, I was going to pick Oscar. We'll go on. Pick Oscar. I'll pick Oscar because I need some women. Yeah. Because you need a women's division. Also, Ronda versus Oscar. Money. That, Even I'll I that. thought that should have been her first match. To be money. Honest. Yeah, absolute money. You don't need to ask her to win. You just need her to look badass. All right, my pick is someone who has so much good about him. Uh, in NXT, he showed he was charismatic. Now, they're not really letting him be charismatic. Chad Gable, come to SmackDown Live Ooh. where you'll be appreciated. I I would never have got him. <laughs> yep. Good. Okay, yes. excellent. Yes, you think you were safe with that one. Hmm. <laughs> Now, don't steal my next pick because I've got <laughs> <laughs> this is my double double whammy. I've got two women who can just have continuous matches, <laughs> and I will still have the fodder that won't get picked. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. your tag teams look? Oh, you've still got the OC. You've got Rowan and Harper. I've got OC, Rowan and Harper, and Revival. But I might counteract what you're going to do. <laughs> and pick the team we yes. both want. Um right, anyway, let's I, I only planned for ten, that's why we are now dwindling. Yeah, we're now into uncharted territory, aren't we? Yes, we are. Would you like me to would you like me to read out the roster members just to familiarise the audience no, or should no, we keep I'm, uh, yeah, do, okay, we'll you keep... can do that. No, no, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Okay. Oh, it's between two. It's between two. Oh, <laughs> I love him too much. I'm going Cesaro. Oh, okay. Good pick. Very good pick. Do you see Cesaro winning a championship in the next six months? Because I think I do. Not the big one for up cost. Not the big one. 
I think you. Could, well, if the if they start the rebuild properly, you could see if they built him properly. You could see him either take on AJ if you turned him face because he was once really over, and they just kind of put the handbrake on him, didn't they? Yeah, he also got injured a couple of times. Well, yeah, he sorry. did his shoulder, didn't he? The first time he did his yeah. shoulder, yeah. Yeah, either as a, I think you probably do him as a face and then take... Like, if he was the one who toppled AJ, that, I mean, that'd lead to a lot of good matches. But I'd like to mm. see that. I mean, you could even even bring back Sheamus as that. If if Sheamus wanted one last run, you could end up having Which the bar... You could do the bar VOC and add in... You could, yeah. Some run, like, I don't know, Cedric Alexander or whatever. Yeah. Sheamus did say he wants to hold. I think it's the Intercontinental title is the only title he hasn't held yet. So even if you had Cesaro win the Intercontinental title and then Sheamus come back and be like, oh, hello, Tony, that you've got the one title I've, mm. I still want. Um, that would be a nice story. I think the only way Cesaro gets to the big one is if he really catches fire at, mm-hmm. with the mid-card title. At this point last year, I would not have told you that Kofi Kingston was going to be WWE champion, yeah. so I will hold my I will hold my reservations. Well, but it's difficult just, to see Cesaro being the top guy. Well, you think he had one of the best pay per view matches in the WWE in what the last ten years against Alistair Black? Just, he did, yeah. In just, terms of just book him in matches like that. <laughs> yeah, that was he was phenomenal, he, and it, he used to do them on very TV. little build. He used to do them on TV every week. Keep doing that. He will yeah. get over. It's not that hard. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. He is just too good to not. Um, my pick, I'm going to choose the one and only, the king himself, Baron Corbin. Oh, uh, that's a good pick. I love Baron Corbin right now. That is now. a good pick. I, I, I love how he's getting natural heat. He's one of the best heels in the biz, and he's done the king of the ring so well. Uh, so, yeah, Baron Corbin come to SmackDown. It's also one of the ones that I genuinely hope happens in the actual draft because I'm really curious to see what he'd be like on SmackDown. Do you think he's... If he is to achieve main event potential that I think most people probably say he has the capability of, I I don't think it works with The Fiend. Like, The the Fiend's pretty much locked, should be locked into the main event for the foreseeable. I Absolutely. don't think Braun fit, not Braun, uh, Baron fits in. Baron, yeah, fits in that um, that world. No, I think he fits more in a world where he can be a really annoying heel to someone like he could Kofi. Be a, yeah, that he'd be or a great Kevin. foil. Yeah, yeah. Well, we hope, Kevin I hope. On yeah, I hope he might go to Raw. I hope yeah, he. Could, yeah. I hope Kevin goes to Raw, but it would. It, you could see them two feuding. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Pick number twelve. Thirteen. 13? Should be 13. 1, 2, 3. Yeah, 13. Sorry, I can't yep. count. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hmm. We're getting into bare bones now, aren't we? There's still a few, but you just want to pick the right one. Exactly. That's what I mean. So you're thinking, oh, yeah, I want... I want like, all my favourites are gone. Now it's about picking the right... Because there are still a lot of really good names who will feature heavily. It's just a case of, yeah, seeing what you can do with certain people. Hmm. I need another woman. 
<laughs> I need at least three. Three good so, ones to... The Mormon's Creed, that one. Yes. Another good one, yes. I don't the want, trouble is... I don't well, actually, dirty. there is very... I was about to say there's a very obvious name that both of us... But you no, neither of us do. I don't want I don't want to touch it. Yeah. I don't want the four horsewomen all on one show. Well, you're getting that, because none of us are picking her. Yeah. She's staying with you. Uh, neither of us are. I get, get bra and you get fucking Bailey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's... I mean, fair. Look. I'm gonna the go... The thing with Bailey that's really tricky is, mm. right, her character in AST was great. She did carry the show, but she didn't really change until kind of the Asuka feud, even though she didn't change a lot, which was okay because she was still the mega face and she was putting on really good matches. Then she came to the main roster and booking was not great and she didn't help herself because she wasn't suddenly allowed to put on the great matches anymore. And she was kind of behind the other three and her character still didn't change and she didn't change anything about her character. Now we finally got an interesting Bailey because of the the heel turn. Uh, I trouble is I don't know where how far down the rabbit hole is going to go, and I don't know what they're going to do with it. And the three the other three horsewomen all stand to make a lot more money and be much greater draws at this stage mm-hmm. because Sasha is kind of the natural heel. Charlotte is brilliant. Uh, mm-hmm. like generationally brilliant and Becky is the face of the company now mm-hmm. ba- that's not to say Bailey won't go and do anything interesting slash equally special but as of right now her resume is the character she was in NXT she's been banking off that for at least two years and now she's trying to do something different it's in- it's just difficult to see how it will turn out and that's my perspective on it anyway yeah, I, I, I think the other three are just certainly more well-rounded. I think Bailey is not a good promo. Like, I think the sympathetic crowd always helps in NXT. I don't think, I just don't think she can connect with a a, a, a variety of audiences. Because if you go to New York, they're going to be better. Not, well, not better, they're going to be hostile. Same with Philadelphia. And then all of a sudden you're in hometown California, I think she's, and they're going to cheer for her or whatever. Yeah. It, it, it just doesn't work like that. I think. Yeah, Whereas exactly if you're right. if you're in um, full sale, they're just like, yeah, Bailey, woo. Whereas yeah, in this totally. one, it's like, fuck you, we love, we like Sasha and all that shit. So, but anyway, my pick number thirteen, pick lucky number thirteen, Ember Moon. Ooh, she has the most potential out of the ones remaining for me. Like, I'd rather have her over Bailey, as I mentioned. Guaranteed, yeah, yeah. I think Ember has such an interesting character. Easiest fix, put her back with Asuka. I know they both need to win that, but if they just put on the matches they had before, money. <laughs> um, and yeah. Ember probably, one of my gripes with NXT is they didn't have Ember take the title of Asuka. They had the silly yeah. relinquishing thing, which I think didn't help either. I think they wanted to keep Asuka special for the main roster, but you didn't, yeah, need, they you didn't need to, to do the, that. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't need to do it that way. Um, but no, I think... Ember's such a unique character, and she's got the best finisher in the company. Mm, the, she really does. The Eclipse is fucking amazing. Um, it is unbelievable. Even the shit where they've treated it, like, was it the women's money in the bank match? She did, like, the best finish ever. <laughs> off, off yeah, the she ladder. did, off the ladder. Yeah. Jesus, her, her ass must be so sore after doing something like that. Oh, God. Landing no. right on the coccyx must just cake. Jesus. Um, it's... 
but yeah, she she has so much potential, and she's been she must be down there in one of the worst NXT call ups, considering the potential she had. Considering the potential and what she was and how she came up, absolutely. And she's a former NXT Women's Champion. That's the thing. Well, she probably had the most difficult raid of following Asuka. Yeah, and she sort of she did reasonably well, I thought. Um, mm. they, did, they did feed her to Shayna Baszler, which I think needed to happen, but it was a tough one. It did. She yeah. was kind of stuck in between the two most, I- most iconic, most mm. dominant. Yeah, yeah, so the two most, most dominant, dominant champions, but icon, most. Yeah. If you look at the NXT Women's Title, you see you talk about it in eras. You've got the Sasha era, the Bailey era. She was kind of the bridge between the Oscar era and the. Shayna era. She was like, you could probably compare her to Kyrie. A bit of Kyrie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a bit of Kyrie in there as well, yeah. Um, Pick number 13. Mm. This one's tricky. I'm going to invoke my next call-up. Interesting. And I'm going to bring... Oh, I'm battling between two names here. Um, no, yes. Yes, because I think... He is such a brilliant wrestler, and I want to reunite him with the man that with whom he had one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, is going to come up and just wrestle Andrade in a best out of five series for his first few matches. Uh, and you can get him away from Champa. You can get him away from Adam Cole, uh, because I think that's done and dusted. I and- thought you were going to bring up Ayo Shirai. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was thought so you were going to do it. I was so tempted. I was, and I love Eo so. Her, a, her theme's a banger. B, in black, she's so attractive. And I've never, never been attracted to her before until she wore that black. And I just went, holy crap. Uh, but also, she's just phenomenal. Like, she's brilliant. She's so good. She's great in the ring. She's great as a heel. She's great as a face. Her moveset's great awesome and under my tutelage she wouldn't be wasted uh but no i'm going with johnny because he's a natural baby face he is brilliant in the ring he will have phenomenal matches with everybody with joe with roman obviously with andrade even with kofi if he has to just yeah definitely johnny wrestling you're with me boy no, it, it it it's the best. It's one of the best picks you can pick from NXT. I I just went Velveteen because I think he's more versatile. Yep, and he'll make so much money. Yes, yes. Fourteen. Two to go. Got my women sorted. Tag team. Don't you do it? <laughs> it's a gamble. Yeah, this is a gamble. <laughs> it is the gamble. I'm gonna pick Ricochet. There he is, big Ricky. He's been he was the glaring omission yeah. from a lot of our ones, but yep. He is another one who I just think with the right I mean his promo's awful, fair enough, but with the right booking, the right track, the right momentum, he could be a like you could easily see him winning the universal title for oh God, a month and then having the fiend who's been feuding with Rowan and Harper come back and just take it off him. <laughs> it's like, no, this is mine again, see ya. Well even then if the fiend is to be the successor to the Undertaker, the Undertaker's best bits was probably without the title, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And that's the issue that obviously 
there's a lot of been a lot of discussion about now is is it too early to put the title on the fiend was one question and does the fiend need the title now the answer to question one i think is no the answer to question two i think is debatable because i think the universal title needs the fiend but i don't think the the fiend needs the universal title if you get what i mean yeah like you're exactly right the best parts with taker were he was all spooky because he could just like haunt people but the thing that made Taker so scary was that he'd won all the belts before, mm. like his that '90s period where he's ruling as champion. And I think you need the same thing with the Fiend. You need to legitimize him. You don't make him early Bray, who didn't hold a, hold a single title till the WWE title. You make him Taker or Kane, who actually did hold important titles. Although for, Kane for, for a day, <laughs> for a day, yes. Fucking biggest injustice in wrestling. That and Jericho, Jericho, the undisputed title. Yeah. Absolute bastards. shocking, absolute bastards. Um, yeah. So Ricochet, do you see him as a instant kind of feud with AJ the way he's going through now, or who would who would you have him feud with? Easiest money, WrestleMania feud v tag team partner Alistair Black. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that that would work an absolute treat. That is literally you just type in you just. Get a big permanent marker and put five <laughs> and the star next to it. <laughs> Instant <laughs> oh, win. That would be unreal. Unreal. And Ali Black, where he is a heel too, would be just absolutely. So- that's so, how you, so- that's how you instantly get both of them over. Yep. Like you, you even like Alistair Black would win that for me because Ricochet's already yep. lost. But, but it would be in a mega cool it, spot. It catapults them both to main event status. Yeah. Instantly. Black massing Ricochet out of the air, like while he's upside down. Something stu- doing, doing a six, like that. doing a six thirty into a black mass. Six thirty, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Something ridiculous like that, or even like a four fifty. He only gets the four fifty, but as he comes yeah. down, just whack in the it'd head. Probably end up with Ricochet dying, but yeah, it, I mean, it'd look cool. I mean, it'd still look cool, and it's, that's an image that lasts for years. Uh, it's like the Shelton Benjamin thing. It's like Shelton won't necessarily be remembered for great matches so much as that moment against Sean when he springboarded across the entirety mm. of the ring and got switching music out of the air. That is a phenomenal photo, a phenomenal moment. And sometimes wrestlers, that's what they want. They yeah. want to be able to say, yeah, I was the dude that Sean Michaels kicked out of the air. So that's a good comparison, though, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a tag team. I'm going to do it. No. no. I'm going to do it. Tucky! No! Time! Heavy machinery. It's a gamble, but they're just brilliant. And Otis is just brilliant. And they've actually shown they can work. And Otis isn't wearing a top anymore. It's amazing! <laughs> oh, dear. He's just phenomenal. I love that man so much. So, yeah, Otis Dozovich and Tucker Knight. Uh, the most charismatic tag team, I think, on the roster right now. Maybe outside of the revival. In the world. Uh in the world probably and uh i could see them just having so much fun and, and i'd turn maybe they turn the usos heel again uh, because mm. i'm not sure people would cheer him that cheer usos that much after the drink driving thing you kind of got to turn a shit situation into the best case situation have them the new day heavy machinery just go at it and uh yeah big money 100 mm. percent agree and I hate you. <laughs> number 14, guy. Number 14. Or 15. 
This is the last one. This is fifth. This yeah. is the last one. Sorry, this yeah, you're right. One. No, I've got fourteen people. Yeah, the last pick. Hmm. It doesn't have to be a project pick, but I'm almost. This is this is a personal project of mine. Ooh, Drew McIntyre. Ooh, fuck! I forgot about him. That's who I was deciding between with Cesaro and Drew, but I knew you'd forget about Drew. I so. did forget about Drew to the point of Drew. He's good. But I don't think I would have picked him if I had actually remembered him because, I mean, we t- spoke, we talked about his injury, how he was injured and that, but he was sort of underwhelming uh, in mm. terms of his in-ring stuff. I just, I think he's still, with all the stuff that he's done, he's still a wrestler that's been groomed to be a WWE wrestler, which means he doesn't stand out for the pack that mm. much. Obviously, he's intense and he's I tall think, and he's huge. I think the intensity is what separates him because... It, to week to week TV and storytelling, I think that's where he can shine. I think if you put him with the right people, like if we use my fantasy draft, I I can have him work with Ricochet, Cesaro, yeah, yep. Velveteen probably less. Sami Zayn, yeah, um, yeah, definitely get the best out of him. Alistair, yeah. that is like the and even the higher ups, the fucking Brian and that, perfect to protect him. Even protect like he's not. I say protect him like he's fucking Braun Strowman. He doesn't. He doesn't need that much protection. He just needs booking well enough and putting in proper matches where it's not Roman coming back from an illness and just killing him. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And another reason I picked Drew is because I can't think of anyone on SmackDown I wanted to nick from you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I think uh, my last pick is going to be an interesting toss-up. Uh, look. What? Okay. So because it's my last pick, I can show the names that are kind of in the mix. Um, mm. the ones that won't get picked. Look, Liv Morgan, I think I really where, like. Where is Liv Morgan? What, what, what show is she actually on? I don't know. Well, SmackDown, I think, technically, because that's when she said, I'm going to be real. Yeah, she fought Charlotte, on, didn't she? Yep. yep. Yeah, let, let's assume it's that one. Yeah. Let's assume it's SmackDown, yep. Um, Randy Orton is the one I'm going to go with because... Ah, you keep him anyway. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um. I I do genuinely love love Randy as a wrestler. All right. Now he's at the twilight of his career, but he's one of those people that you can literally just pluck out. Go. All right. Go work with KO. Hmm. Go RKO him. Well, we wanted we wanted him against Block, didn't we? For we did. Yes. Yeah. For for ages. Um. I think he's and he's just got that the heel power to be like when he's interested in something. He's interested. Uh, then, obviously, you've, so you've got the two cruiserweights, Cedric Alexander and Ali, uh, both of whom are a bit stiff to miss out on our draft. I think both of whom are probably too baby facey because the one thing we've both got a, a lot of is faces. Mm-hmm. Um, supposing the Fiend stays as a crowd favorite. I mean, he is a I he- he's a heel, but you're not a heel, is he? He's a heel, but he's not a <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. heel, but he's not a heel. Mm. Um, I think we both accept that Braun's probably going to stay on Raw. No, I, just uh, I just won't book him. Yeah, exactly. But then you've still got... I mean, you'll probably turn Seth heel, but you've got Brian, you've mm-hmm. got Bray, you've got Ricochet. Even if you turn Alistair, you've got Cesaro. Mm-hmm. I think, my, yeah, mine's got a lot of versatility, I think. Barring like... Very versatile. Barring like Drew, who's 100% a heel, for me anyway. Yeah. It, Absolutely, yeah. I think most of the others can probably be, do both. Like Ricochet is probably too much of a face. Cesaro can do both. Sammy, Sammy, you can, do, Sammy can do both, but I think 
to get into the main event, it probably has to be a face. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's a, that's a good point. If you wanted to rise, he has mm-hmm. to be the fan favorite again. Velveteen um, is a heel, but he's a face. Yeah, he's, no one's booing Velveteen yes. Dream. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, you keep uh, him. Would have been good. my next put pick. Yeah. Um, the Viking Raiders I, as a tag I, team. I only I was gonna pick them, but because they were on Raw, I took a gamble that you'd leave them alone. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly fair. Yep, that is absolutely fair enough. Uh, Broad, we mentioned. So Cedric stays on Raw. Ali stays on SmackDown. Shinsuke stays on SmackDown. You take Sammy, and the Viking Raiders stay on Raw. Uh, I don't think I was missing anyone else from my. That was, that was my list of kind mm-hmm. of shortlisted picks. And then if we go back to the, the roster page, you've still got the likes of Lashley, who will stay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yep. Ziggler and Rude. Good luck with mm. those ones. That, uh, I, I don't mind them. EC3, I think we did though. mention. Yeah. Uh, EC3, yeah, well, I mean, EC3 is definitely a project pick. He would have been a good yeah. project pick. Would have been a project pick. I think he's perfect for a mid-card, not necessarily fodder, but mid card slot in, I think he's he's got a ceiling because he's not good in the ring and mm-hmm. his promos are very similar. But at least he's got that he's, arrogance. He's got a miss. The one ceiling. interesting pick. I was about to say the Miz. He is the Miz ceiling, and the one interesting omission was neither us have picked the Miz. If this was coming out of 2016, when Miz was one of the five hottest things in the company, maybe it would have been different. But the face turn has really smothered yeah, him not a bit. Work, does it? I also get that, look, he's coming to the end of his career now. He's like 39, if he's not 40 already. He's he's old. Um, He wants to spend time with his kids. He's got a reality show. I get that he's not going all out anymore. Mm. But that might change. I wouldn't surprise him if he Um, ends up on NXT, his commentary, at some point. Yeah. He should. He definitely should. Because he's brilliant. Um, In terms of on the mic. Titus (laughs) O'Neil... Nah, I'm all right with that one. <laughs> Big omission there. All of the Lucha House Party, it's a shame. Kalisto will probably leave and go do some mad stuff on the indies. Some, uh, some AOP, things. we don't... Yeah, some big Lucha things. I'm that promo. Oh, that promo. I'm going to go watch it after this. It's just <laughs> so, well, so awful. Th- this website I'm using says AOP's on SmackDown, but I have no idea. I think they got, they were... that was in the Superstar Shake-Up, and yeah. then, obviously, the big injury happened, and they, we haven't seen them since. So I'm not sure, because their um, things have been on both shows, mm-hmm. the Who is AOP. Um, I think it's a toss-up to go which way or the other, but I guess we'll see in the draft. But as of right now, I think you could kind of put them on either. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to them coming back, actually. Elias, I believe Smack I get to down. keep Elias. Yes, you do. Yep. You're lucky, man. I am a lucky You're man. You're turning uh, him first because I'll make you. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Just because I don't see him as anything other than and, a face. And he's make phenomenal. I'm going to turn him face, but he's still going to insult everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's the money. Because he's going to be a face, but he's gonna, still going to insult everyone, and that's important. Uh, Rusev was the other one, because I, I know mm. he's been on Raw, but I think he's a bit of a wild card in this draft. They only just brought him back. He could yeah. go anywhere. This website says SmackDown, because he was yeah. in a tag team with Nakamura. With, yeah, with Shinsuke, yeah. Yeah. And before that, feud with in English. Oh, I should have drafted him. <laughs> I should have got Rusev but, and Aiden English back together. That's a pretty I've, quick... I have, so. I have failed you. <laughs> I've failed this show. <laughs> but, oh. uh, no, I think I think Rusev would be at home on your show, your show, because you definitely use him more prominently than oh, I would. Oh, God, yeah. Um, 
but Ed, it's certainly going to be him and Ed at English would be back next week on my show. Yeah, and Rusev, yeah. Rusev Day would milk the shit out of them. Yeah, definitely reforming that. Jeff Hardy. Well, I the Hardy bro- the Hardy brothers would be on your show as a tag team. Yeah, as a team, I think. Yeah, whether whether Matt wants to keep doing the delete stuff is up to him. But mm-hmm. uh, Jeff, I just want Jeff. I just want Jeff Hardy. Um, Lars Sullivan can fuck off. Uh, Truth, we already mentioned this at the start of the draft. If you yeah. if you haven't, if you didn't catch that, uh, omnipotent but real asset to both shows. I think we. We are understating how good our truth is. It's going to be the thing where he's forty something, forty six or something. When he retires, people are going to look back at his career and go, "My God, he was gen- genuinely a genius of wrestling comedy." Drake because Maverick he has kept- to retire him. Yeah, yeah, he does a hundred percent. He so does, and Truth just has to get lost in the arena and just forever stay that way. Um. He is a genuine because he keeps reinventing himself and he keeps making things funny, and that's really hard to do in wrestling because there's only so much you can make funny in that in that ring. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I mean, you've got the likes of Shelton Benjamin and and Zack Ryder, who is awful, uh, and we sort of <laughs> mentioned Ziggler, but those are sort of people that aren't really going to feature on the show. Um, I, get, I get Norway Jose. Yep, one uh, or sort of two people who have sort of been featured but aren't really featured and we don't really know. Rey Mysterio Mm. uh, could well go either way because I don't think they're going to want to keep him on a full-time basis because, I mean, he's old now. He's Mm. brilliant and he's smooth and he's fluid, but he's getting old. And the next injury he has, Mm. I fear for... What he, yeah. Well, what what did you make of the which we didn't touch on the Brock storyline other than yeeting Dominic about? Um, <laughs> did, is that because I think the rumor was, or I think it was Meltzer who mentioned it, it may have been a way to get Ken Velasquez involved. Yeah, that's but what they want if, to do. If he does go to AEW, which is obviously one of the rumors, can can you really do Ray v Brock in two thousand nineteen? I think Brock, he can. Brock will th- end his career. Brock will kill him, yes. I think he can. But most importantly, I think it was a great way for Brock versus Kofi to matter. Because mm-hmm. they're going to pump the shit out of that content and say, look how much of a bastard Brock is. He's in big fight mode. He's And Brock, having lost to Seth, comes in and just goes all beast mode again. And goes all monster Brock again and that is an underrated trait for Brock Lesnar to be able to say he can literally come in destroy people and no one will go oh that was a bit much everyone will go oh shit Brock's back that's right Jesus we forgot how much of a freaking monster he is Uh, and if it was just to get Brock heat it works if it was to get Kane in Kane Velasquez that is not the mayor the dream Um, (laughs) (laughs) was to get Kane Velasquez in I think that would actually work well because of the UFC connection. Uh, if it's to do Ray versus Brock one more time as a nice little tribute match, you're right, Brock would murder him, but you've got to give it to Ray. He's been doing it this long. I think you give him that that little tribute match to send him to send him home. No, um, I think that's fair. I, I, I yeah. think that's fair. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, then uh, that 
is the draft. Those are our rosters. Mm, should we? Would you like to finish? We'll go out? through them. Yes, uh, I'll do mine first. Raw first, the air show. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'll you all. So pick one, Bray. Pick two, Daniel Bryan. Pick three, Seth. Pick four, AJ and the OC. Pick five, Alistair Black. Pick six, Ronda Rousey. Pick seven, The Revival. Eight, Velveteen Dream. Nine, Rowan and Harper. Ten, Project Pick, Sami Zayn. Eleven, Asuka. Twelve, Cesaro. Thirteen, Ember Moon. Fourteen, Ricochet. Fifteen, Drew McIntyre as my personal project. And on the Friday Night SmackDown side, it's so good to be saying that again, Friday Night SmackDown, Becky Lynch leads the show alongside Roman Reigns, Kofi Kingston, Baron Corbin, Kevin Owens, Andrade, Samoa Joe, Chad Gable, Heavy Machinery, and The Usos, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, my project pick of Buddy Murphy, and the call-up from NXT, Johnny Gargano. I should also say that alongside Kofi Kingston is the New Day. So those are two good-looking shows. I think the point of this was to show one how they might be able to uh, disseminate the current talent onto the separate shows because they are going to be very separate shows. But two, to kind of show how because as we know, Fox are going to become their own unique brand how the shows might differ in terms of characters and presentation and storyline. And I think we've actually done a very good job here of actually showing how different the shows are going to be, because I've got a very clear distinction of face and heel characters priority on sort of the, not just the big names, but on kind of the, those, those cool matchups, the Owens, the Andrade's, the Joe's, the Gables, um, very clear face versus heel dynamic, very traditional, but also good wrestling matches. And I think on your side, you've definitely got the big, big characters that the Seth, the, the, the fiends, the brawns by default. Uh, but you've uh, also got those kind of me. <laughs> the workhorse characters of Cesaro, Ali black, Ricochet, uh, AJ, obviously, Although he kind of melds the two together, um, it's very going to be those two shows would be really compelling. I think because this is the third point we're trying to make is that they have got so much talent and enough to make these shows genuinely compelling. And I think the main difference, the biggest difference between ours, we don't we have similar. I think we have identities that are kind of similar because we've just picked the best wrestlers. I think, yes. and, and the best character in my case with the thing. I mean, break, break and go, but I'm picking it for the character. <laughs> so, yes, of course. Uh, but in terms of... You've got the well-established women's roster because you have now got all four of the horsewomen. Yes. I can still build a new version, like Asuka, Ember Moon, um, Ronda. I don't think Kyrie saying has a show, so I'm going to just... Yeah, she I'm can going to I'm going to go, steal yeah. her, <laughs> even though I think she isn't. Absolutely. I'm just going to steal her. <laughs> um... And uh, if Alexa should ever split from mm. Nikki, I'm almost certain she'd go to Raw again. Although she started on SmackDown, so you don't know. Yeah, I think she's technically on Raw. But then I'd, st- I'd still have um, Nikki Cross. No, yeah. Of course. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yes. The less said about Nia Jax, the better. Tamina. Uh, and then even, even then, I've still got Ruby Riot and Sarah Logan, who poten- yeah. potentially. So 
the you've got the established women's division. I've got all. I know Asuka's a bit older, but now, but I've still got the potential to create new stars in my in my women's division. So, I, I'd quite like them to see that see that in real in in real life as well. If maybe not all of the four horsewomen on one show, but I want one of them to create new stars. Like the original SmackDown, it elevated yep. Becky Lynch. It when Asuka went over there, it elevated Asuka for a bit. When it was Becky Lynch really with Asuka. Did. Um, yeah, it really did. But even look at what it did to the Miz became a star, like a genuine star because he got to talk all the time. AJ became a star because he got to go heel. Mm. Dean became a star because he was out of the shadow of the Shield brothers and he put on a brilliant program with Cena and AJ. They were all made better by being individualistic and having their own domain. No more wildcard rule means hopefully we get that again. Whether we get that with the likes of Asuka and, and, well, Ronda will still be out for a while, but Asuka, Ember, or we get a bunch of new tag teams coming through or the mid-card finally shines. Yeah, it's going to be a really exciting time. And I think at the start of the, the show, I kind of said how inordinately excited I get for these drafts. I think this draft, more than anything, that is justified because we've got so much potential and so much reason to think with these individual shows, certain wrestlers are going to get the chance to absolutely steal steal their respective shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no that that's the that's the most promising thing um, in any draft for me. Um, to finish, then we obviously picked an NXT caller. Do you think there'll be any outside of? Um, we are assuming the Street Profits will come up. Do you think there'll be any outside of that, or any major ones outside of that? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think if anything, we see the Ascension go back down and we see someone else go back down because Triple H was specific mm-hmm. when he said yesterday, we are not treating NXT as developmental anymore. We are treating it as a brand. And he said that before, yeah. but this time you felt like he meant it. And I don't think he's going to let, he's certainly not going to let any of the Undisputed Era go. Uh, and I know, and I said it earlier this year when people were like, oh, they're going to get called up. I was like, nah, lads, they're not going anywhere. Johnny is the only one who's ready and doesn't have anything to do. But I have a feeling that's going to change very soon. Yeah. I mean, I felt like maybe not tomorrow, maybe post WrestleMania, not tomorrow, next week. Maybe, maybe not next week, but maybe post Mania. We've already mentioned the, they've got Finn down. Of swapping Finn and Gargano is pretty fair. Yeah, it, re- it refreshes both fair. of them. So absolutely fair. That is, I think that's fair. And if they are treating it as that, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see a lot more crossover. Like we talked about Survivor Series a bit at the start. And I know it's been an hour and forty podcast, um, but this does have like a week's relevancy, so people hopefully listen. yes. Um, but if NXT gets involved in like Survivor Series, I know they have. A hellacious match the night before in terms of um uh what the fuck's it called thingy games war games war yes. games i was gonna say hunger games uh <laughs> war, <laughs> war games um uh, but if they want if you want to get them involved in in stuff like survivor series i think that could really work and albeit maybe the company and the industry outgrown um uh higher figures like vince and Shane's obviously rumored to be leaving, but if you want Triple H to be the representative NXT properly, like actually in story, he could easily do that and cross that bridge. Yeah, I think he could. I think that's a genuinely good idea, even if it's say 
Finn becomes the NXT champion around next Survivor Series. I mean, he won't because he probably won't be there for that in time. So for the, the for the theory of it, uh, Finn becomes NXT champion Survivor Series 2020. Uh, and you have Finn versus Universal Champion AJ because the Fiends are feuding with Braun or someone. Uh, NXT champion versus Universal Champion AJ versus WWE champion whoever it is because it could be anyone by that point mm-hmm. although it might still be Kofi you don't know <laughs> um, versus yeah Kofi Kingston that would be a nice way to legitimize NXT and to have it then kind of trickle down to a Survivor Series match further down just it, yeah mm-hmm. the fact that NXT is its own brand to me shows myriad possibilities yeah and I think that's a perfect way to finish. As I said, this has been a long podcast, but as I mentioned, it's got a week-long relevancy. So if you want to, I don't know, I'm saying this at the end, so you'll only hear this at the end. But uh, <laughs> listen, to, right. listen to it. In te- it's, right. it's got plenty of relevance. Uh, yeah. Uh, so if you're here on your second or third sitting, hello. <laughs> hello uh, again. Yes. Um, but we will Goodbye finish up again. there. We'll yeah. see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we will finish there, Alex. Uh, me and Tadiwa, I think, Unless we can fit in Alex and a different time at the same time somehow, but with the international break, it'd be easier to fit pods in. Um, we will discuss the first SmackDown. We'll do a Hell in a Cell review, which is free matches at the minute. Um, we'll <laughs> talk about AEW and NXT a bit more, I hope. We're planning that early in the week, so probably before last week's NXT or this week's NXT and AEW, but we'll try and get that done as soon as possible. But uh, Alex, anything you want to let people know about? No, nothing, nothing really. Just watch NXT from this week; it's brilliant. Yep, good stuff. I will be doing that later on. Um, so, thank you, everyone who's listened to all of it, uh, however many sittings. Uh, thank you, and goodbye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.